Welcome to Colonize the Ocean podcast, where we discuss oceanic colonization, exploration, and education with your hosts, Adam Jewell and Brendan Traxler. there ladies and gentlemen welcome to the atlanta sea colony live stream i'm adam jewel and this is brendan traxler brendan how are you doing today i'm fine how are you oh just dandy why are we so zoomed up i am not a fan of there we go thank you that makes me feel just a little bit better all right well i'm I'm glad you're you're feeling good uh how you been we uh we well, I'm not going to take responsibility for it. Uh, you scheduled back to back live streams. So I did. I, you know, when I scheduled that at the beginning of the year, at the end of last year, I planned them for every other week. And for some reason, I thought I was scheduled them every other week, but obviously, I didn't. I mean, it, everywhere on the sheet that I put it out that we all saw, it's all scheduled this way. So I just messed up somewhere. So whatever. But hey, and our, pa- our Patreon, year. our Patreon only live stream is a Saturday morning, so um, we'll have that as well. Wonderful. Um, so last week, we kind of it was kind of more of a you know relaxed. We talked a lot about talked about a lot of different stuff. We had uh, Oliver from Tiny Box on. That was yeah. that was really cool getting to see his uh, um, his uh, his tiny home that he's got built and fabricated, and he's taking it across the 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 U.S. right now and. Uh, so I encourage any of you guys to go back and watch that one um, or just go to his website, the uh, Go Tiny Box. Um, but than that, today, uh, today we're going to be talking about some uh, of the deep water modular type uh, units. Yeah. And, and to go back on the Oliver thing, and just like anything, so I've been, this year I've been taking our live streams that we do on these Tuesday nights and chopping them up into smaller bits and putting them out on our social media and like Instagram Reels, TikTok, um, YouTube Shorts. Plus, you know, just other social media as well. And the little, like, minute long or less little clips. And so, like, Oliver's, I did his little introduction as well as his uh, 360, you know, view is showing off his stuff. Plus other stuff. So, you know, maybe a half hour, hour long thing. Also, for Oliver, I took his audio only and made it into a podcast just on that. So, you can go back to our podcast if you watch a mm-hmm. podcast. And you can listen to just that interview with him without all of the other stuff we talked about that time as well. So, I'm trying to be a little more mindful and getting the content a little bit more fine-tuned to exactly what's going on yeah. um, and, and doing that. So follow us on our social, like well, we'll talk about at the end of the episode, but we're trying to break, I'm trying to break it up into a little bit more bite-sized bits um, for people who don't want to sit through it all. Yeah. I've been noticing that uh, uh, you've been doing, like you said, a lot, being a lot more active on uh, the TikTok as well, like put, cutting it up, uh, cutting them up into that, which is nice, you know, cause, uh, um, we're going to see your stance on TikTok. Um, it's a very popular format. And so it's a good, uh, good thing to get it out there to, to people. So if you're a TikTok user, you know what you can do? You can go in and share that. You can republish it too. Or if you're somebody that's really good with TikTok, I would definitely be looking to talk to you because obviously ours are just little, little just cuts of that every once in a while. I'll throw their stuff out there every once in a while, but 
it's pretty bland for the most part. I'd like to do some more spicing up of our TikTok and get and kind of grow that following there too. Yeah. Well, and that kind of touches too on uh, what we talk about a lot is, you know, if um, people are willing to, they want to volunteer and uh, Absolutely. help out with anything. If you guys have a, if you have Especially a the social media stuff. Skills, um, if you're like Liam Neeson, leasing it, like where it's just like, there's something that you can bring to the table or that you just want to help out with or whatever, you know, get a hold of Brendan or I, and uh, you know, we'll see, uh, you know, you know, any, any help is great help. So, um, I mean, one of the things we talked about for like a year, well, probably more than a year, is Reddit, is being able to like utilize Reddit by um, setting, because technically we have a, a, a Reddit a community or a subreddit. It's just, um, I'm not like so keen on the like the moder- moderation and stuff on how a lot of that stuff works. Um, I go on Reddit all the time, but when it comes to like organizing the subreddits and moderating it and stuff, I I'm kind of clueless with that. So if there's other redditors out there that are good at that kind of thing, and they want to you know take lead on the Reddit thread or something, get a hold of us because that'd be that'd be cool too. Because once again, Reddit's a huge mm-hmm. um, it's a huge platform that uh, we'd love to be able to utilize more as long as we could do so effectively. And it's just I. I, I would be afraid that I can't do it effectively. So, yeah. once again, if you guys uh, have something you want to pitch at us or if something you feel like you could help with, get a hold of us. We're easy to get a hold of. Very true. So, yes, as Adam was alluding to earlier, um, tonight, a couple, uh, was it three live streams ago, we talked about the, the, the prototype, the phase one, um, habitat, and we kind of went into a little more detail on what that what that is. So this was the next was to go into the artwork that you most of you've seen. I'll, just, here, I'll get the I'll get the slideshow going here for yeah, us. Get all. that slideshow going. And, and you know, I named it the the deep water, even though that's not probably the best name for it, maybe just modular habitat, because um, it doesn't have to be deep water, but just to differentiate the two. Um, it's just lack of a better name. It's placeholder at this point in time. Um, but talk a little bit more about this habitat. Um, and um, we're, we're dig, dig deeper into that. So that bad boy right there. That's um, such a nice looking little. It is. Right there. It's our phase two or or second product line because it's something we could have as these as well as the the uh, first ones. This is standard shipping container as well as this one here. Um, but tonight or on this episode here, I, I want to explain exactly how it works. Um, why it's important to the business and answer any questions that there might be out there. Um, but first, let's do a quick recap going back. The shallow water design that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, Want to discuss why, once again, using the ship container and, and how that integrates in with our deep water design and that the foundation was based on this, the shipping container. It's the foundation for the design. Um, it's ease of design, uh, the testing, a lot of the stuff that we're going to end up using in phase two in the deep water model will be done R&D wise um, here during phase one. So we'll get a lot of that out of the, out of the way um, during that. Um, the one thing they have both have in tom- common is a, is a two-piece construction, the the base and the shipping container. This one has a base and the, the main structure as well. Uh, we'll use a bunch of the 
like I said, a bunch of the R&D of pulling the structure, structure down, the windows, all that kind of stuff, which will be integrated in both of them. So that's why going back and looking at what, what we're doing here is important. Um, like I said, it's reverse engineering is, is how we got to the shipping container model anyway, was going with what we what initially had planned was this this giant habitat and then stripping it back to its just core, core basis. Um, so why? I can put it at the bottom there. It's like out of the way. <laughs> no. Um, so let's talk about why why we're doing it this way. Um, and the first one is ease of design. Like I said, we've already had a bunch of it out of the way. But when, with Adam, or, or you know, the conversation we've constantly had is, if we're going to do this, we want to be design it and build it so that it can be mass produced. And um, I think that's kind of what we're we're doing here. We're, we're dealing with minimal parts. Really, there's only like three or four main parts that are in this habitat for the most part. Um, a lot of it is going to what we've learned from phase one um, and, and really the actual design, the aesthetics of what's in the habitat is actually done by others. It's not even done by us. Um, and we'll d- dig a l- deeper into what I mean by that um, because the whole business model of this part of it is that we don't own and operate these things we are just a platform for others to build off of and build their business off of. Um, And so the design of what goes inside of it really boils down to the customer. That customer may be us. We may, you know, do our own for whatever purpose, but I see it more of somebody else buying the platform and then putting whatever they want inside of that. And we'll show that off a little bit here in a a minute. The other aspect and jump here at any point in time, Adam, if you got something you want to add into as well. Um. The aspect is modular. Um, the The nice thing about this one is, unlike the the first one where you're 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 limited to a shipping container, or you could probably add on another one or something like that. With this one, you, you can have the ability to have one, two, three, or more rooms added onto your your habitat to make a, a much larger floor space and a much larger uh, structure. Um, the other thing is, if say you've got a technology wing and, and, you know, over years, the technology upgrades, you can replace that pulled out and replace it with another one. The, the, the ability to upgrade um, in a modular environment is uh, much more. And then the next one is it's a universal style. Uh, Our goal is to make this as easy to build and to build for as possible. Um, Sorry, so, my phone's going off. <laughs> uh, so I heard that. Um, the focus is a frictionless design um, with potential customers. So when I when, say we're talking to a customer and being like, hey, here's what we got. We want this. They're going to have questions. They're like, all right, well, how much room do I have? What can I put in this? And something along those lines. Also, 40-foot shipping container. If it fits inside that, we can take care of it. So that gives them a platform to do, to build around. Um and whatever they can fit inside the thing, we can take care of at that point in time. So it gives the, the end the end customer a, a floor plan to work off of and a, an idea which everybody knows the size of those things. So right there, it cuts out a lot of the questions um, at that point in time. To cut in on yeah. what you're saying, um, two from the aspect of it, and I'm sure you'll get more into it too with uh, the rest of your slideshow, is that uh, – with it being a modular design, it gives you room for more, I, 
uh, customization in a sense, or like you said, when you give the customer like what what our uh, base platform is or whatever, that uh, then they can come back and be like, okay, well, um, we want to be able to use it for this type of deal, and then we can offer how we could build it for that. So, you know, say they want to use it for, you know, and like one of our screenshots, they show like a greenhouse type deal. So it's just like, they probably don't want a bunch of, you know, windows and walls and like dividers up. It's like, they probably want that open space or like a data center, something like that as well. Or it's just like, okay, now you just got yourself a big room, like with, you know, enough electrical connections or whatever, like enough outlets to plug in your stuff. But Whereas it's like, oh, this is going to be like a hotel. This is going to be a home. This is going to be whatever. Well, then you have to modify, or then you have the option of setting up, you know, you know where your plumbing is and where your walls and dividers and where your uh, windows and viewing is and how you would, you know. But all of it from an ease of manufacturing um, would, or like it simplifies it on like on our behalf to where we could, um, the way we would manufacture it, it wouldn't put any extra burden on the manufacturing side of it based on what the customer would need. At least not like a whole heck of a lot to where it would, you know, because that's um, where a lot of like manufacturing companies, depending on what they manufacture, where that could cost them extra, therefore costing the customer extra is customization um quick example my dad runs a trailer business like he, they build trailers and you know they have their their stock models and stuff but if a certain customer wants certain options and certain specifications it ends up costing that customer a little bit more especially if it's something way out of what they normally do or whatever because they'd have to modify so much in their manufacturing process so um the way i guess i foresee it and um uh, is that how we would do that, we would be able to uh, give the give the customer what they want without having to complicate our own processes, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, and once again, I think this is a lot of this is is really years out, so it's just it's right. projecting what what is how it's going to play. But you know, ideally, in my head, I see it as we provide the cylinder, the the platform. You just, you know, you get your, your shipping container for $3,000, $10,000, whatever is, and fill it up and give it to us and we'll plug it in. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, there'll be a, a harness, obviously, like electrical or a plumbing harness that will have to be per specification that we would give to them. And they would hook that in there for yeah. the joining it to the main structure. But that's about it. Um, or was I, was it universal? So, yeah. And this kind of goes in the next one, too, is. Proposed lower cost. Like, now, there's no way we're going to know this at this point in time, but based off of all the legwork and a lot of legwork being done with phase one, um, the, the the generalized cost, especially if we're building these things at scale, is that's why the design is every single one is the same size cylinder, same thing. All the differences, what goes on the end? Does a window zone go on the end or a, a blank plate? So by doing that, it simplifies everything a lot. Um. Yeah. So, um, I mean, so there's other aspects too, but um, let's get into how it actually works. Um, 
we've, we've put on enough artwork over the over a period of time. We've talked about this enough. I think most people understand. And you, as we've been talking here, the basic general concept of what we're trying to do. Um, but for the sake of tonight's presentation, I was going to, I'm going to break it down to three easy steps on, on how this works. It's kind of, we've already talked about it a little bit. Um, step one is what's inside. And this is kind of what we were just talking about. And as you can see from the artwork here is we get the shipping container, whatever it is. If, is it your home? Is it a data center? Is it greenhouse? Whatever it is, we yeah, get it. Um, and if next step is that we secure it in the pressure vessel, it slides out. We, um, um, put it into the, the pressure vessel. And as you can see, we've got an image of kind of how that will look is with little rollers or roll out there. We'll secure it in place. Um, the electrical plumbing, like we we're just talking about all gets connected up at this point in time. Um, and then we close it up and ship it. The end caps, as you can see right there with the windows in them, would get put on if the seal would be in place. Um, we'd move it over and ship it out to the ocean and, and submerge it and, and be good to go. So, the plan is obviously, obviously, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And we say it's going to be easy, but obviously, you know, it's not going to be that easy. But that's the basic concept of how the plan is to, to get from point A to point B and simplify this process of, of building underwater habitats and make them cost effective and profitable at the same time. Well, and let's rephrase that. It will be easy after getting through all yes. this stuff. Like, right. Um, obviously, that's the the... The problem with any startup is like getting not only like your your business model set up, but then once you get your floor layout and stuff, making sure that's set up just perfect and all that, making sure all your machines and all that stuff are, you know. But once like everything's doing what it's supposed to do, I mean, just like I said, I, I'm a huge optimist when it comes to it. It's just like I just see these things like just pumping out because it's just like, you know, you, you think of, um, I mean, just based on the pictures alone of how a lot of it would flow together, and and also shout out to the to our designer for this because he threw a lot of this together on once again on his own, um, on his own intuition like, on how he would have foreseen it, which is like perfect, by the way. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, once again, like once once you get everything, you know, all the little kinks worked out, like. I foresee this being like just a smooth sailing operation. Yeah. And I'll show the little video that he put together and kind of explain this off here too. And we can talk over top of it if we want, but. I don't know if I've seen the video part of this. I guess video's not going to play for us. Maybe have to go full screen on it. I don't think that makes a difference. It doesn't. (laughs) It's just a picture. Oops. Well, it ran fine. Maybe it's because it's actually not. I think we ran into this problem last time too, didn't we? I think because of the presentation, it doesn't want to do it for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll go ahead and throw it up there because I've got it. I've got it right here. Um, nah, yeah, we can talk over top of this if it doesn't matter. Well, I say there's some there's some design elements like the little back right in there. He's got that portion will actually be on the main. It, it, He's got the seal already attached to it, and that wouldn't actually be there. Sorry about the volume. I, just can't, I, can. I can hear it. It's fine. I, I didn't want the volume is what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you meant like you couldn't hear it. I'm yeah. sorry. 
And I say, and like this, my, my unless we're building it, unless we're the client, I perceive all this will be already there when it arrives to us for the most part. Um, so we won't have to be worrying about all that. We just get the shipping container ready to go and we slide her in like this and it's good to go. Um, it's just fun to watch. It is. It's a fun, fun little video. Um, right here. But as I was saying, um, all this is the goal of becoming a profitable company because that's always the argument that, as I've talked to other people here, especially recently, they, their argument is, hey, th for this to work out, you have to make money. And it's just like the science community has maintained this for 60 years. And because they get government grants and stuff along those lines, profitability has not been a major concern of theirs. Um, and had it been, I think we'd be living in a different world right now um, because of all that. So that brings up the business opportunities and how that plays into everything. Um, how, do, how do we make money? And we talked about this a little bit last time with the, the uh, prototype, the phase one, you know, with the Airbnbs and, and using it as, you know, resorts and stuff along those lines are all great ways. I, I have never believed that the residential aspect will be enough to generate the revenue that we need as a company to sustain itself. It'll be nice and it's a vertical that we can use but I believe there's other other industries out there that can make this more profitable. Well, let's go through a few of them. Um, and I say, here's that image you're talking about a little bit before, because of the versatility and the of this. Oops, what am I doing? Oh, of this, as you see, we got the greenhouse on the top, um, the living center in the middle, and the data center at the bottom. Not that you'd have a setup like this, but it's just the versatility you can have I in one of these. Around. Oh yeah. I have my glasses on. <laughs> I take my glasses off for the glare and sometimes I can't see the smaller stuff. Um, but anyway, business opportunities. So Airbnb is one that would still be a potential. I don't see that being a huge potential just because it's, it'd be a much higher end Airbnb on something along those lines. It'd be very exclusive if you're Airbnb this thing out. Um but that being said, you know, if somebody wants to, they're more than welcome to, especially if they had like a private home or something like that. Um, one of the ones I can definitely see is energy storage. Um, as more and more, you know, you have offshore wind farms and we talked to the seasteaders and they're planning a bunch of different stuff off there. There's going to be a need for um, secure, protected offshore storage, even for coastal cities and stuff along those lines. And batteries put off heat. So if we can cool those once again with the water, um, that's another avenue um, that we can look at. And plus, there's tons of real estate there to, to put these underwater and, and not worry about things. Another one is the one we beat to death is data centers. And uh, if you want to talk about that, well, we can. We've got a bunch of other videos on that. I'm still working on another video on that, in fact, too, because I think that's really where the money is. Only because... Um, there's so many benefits to it and the fact that it's already been tested and there are companies out there working on doing this right now and have done this. Mm -hmm. So um, it is a, it is a revenue maker that exists. I think is only going to grow um, just because data is going to keep on growing. Um, the other one we talked to a little bit about was the scientific research, even though it has been around for 60 years of underwater research, it's not going anywhere. And Fabian Cousteau is one to talk about that. I mean, Proteus is the whole purpose of it is scientific research 
Um, and so I, I think that is one that, once again, if you want to piggyback off of government grants or, or nonprofits along those lines, this is a definite way of doing it. Um, and, and then still private residents. The ultra rich are always looking for that other thing. If they got a private island or something along those lines, they got that yacht. Why not have the sprawling underwater location for themselves? Um, I think the one that you will see definitely are hotel and resorts. I mean, if you look anywhere, that's what everybody's working on, whether it's the um, Poseidon Undersea Resorts or the Planet Ocean or Water Hotel or um, whomever. Their, their focus is always on that that recreation, that hotel environment. And that's the name that you always see synonymous with underwater habitats anymore is the hotel. So I think that's going to happen one way or the other, even though I still don't think that we need to be focusing so much on that as well as having opportunities and availabilities of other revenue streams. And the last one is one that um, you and me, Adam, we talked about not too long ago here um, was Bunker. Mm-hmm. As crazy as, as crazy as it sounds, there is a huge market for them, especially here in the United States. And what a better way to do it is to have one out in the water that's hidden and you nobody's going to be able to get to. And it's protected from the environment too, whether it's a fallout, if, you know, Second worst case scenario is some kind of like nuclear fallout or whatever like that. You're 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 gonna be more protected there than you may be on land. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's really. Uh, um, I was gonna show another video, but since the videos don't work, that's fine. It's a, it's the video we've shown before anyway. It's just a, our standard video that shows the thing being built underwater. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Just said uh, in chat. He said Volt. We could sell them to banks. Well, and that was one thing I've talked about before too. I think on some old videos was not only you know a lot of this people people always think it's going to be for human consumption, but like the data centers or the greenhouses or energy storage or even paper storage. If you had some like important documents and stuff along those lines, what better place to stick it than? I mean, most people say don't mix it with water, but if you're sticking it underwater, you're protected from and then take the air out of it. You can, no fire is going to be able to get it. It's going to be sealed from any humidity. Ideal location to just put that offshore. And, and once again, it could even be a, a, a port when the pods on your existing underwater habitat is like just sealed off from everything else for storage. So I think there's a lot of benefit to this design. Obviously, I'm being a little biased here, but, uh, but what I like about this, and I, I've talked to a bunch of other people, it, is that the the aspect that it can be anything you want it to be. And it's not being designed for one sole purpose. It's not being designed only for scientific research. It's not being designed for a resort. It's being designed to be whatever you want it to be. And as we get deeper into this, things will change as they always do. Um, but I think that that having that ability to not put all your chickens in one, all your eggs in one basket type of thing um, comes into play here. And I think is, is a smart business move in an uncertain world because who knows 10 years from now what the hot thing will be. Um, but we, we got that covered with the designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then like we, I was going to bring it up at the top of the show actually. Um, but we've have even had people in discord to say like, why don't you just sell like, cause we talked about the bunker thing or the tiny home thing. They're like, why don't you just sell it as is? And it's just like, you can't, we can, like, if you want to buy this thing and just stick it. Yeah. 
in your backyard, I mean, go for it. Like, there's there's no, there's no, nothing's like, you know, we'll build it. Like, obviously, our goal is, like, the whole underwater aspect of things. That's that's how we'd like to see it used. But once again, it's just like, you know, if you, it would, it would hold up just as fine above water or, say, in some of the, we, you and I kind of joked around about the whole, like, you know, if you live in a coastal city and it's, like, flooding or something, well, you already have an underwater habitat. Like, like you know, you're already safe in in uh, in your uh, in your house, even even if it's above ground or whatever. So, but, I mean, yeah, the, the there's plenty of uses for it. Obviously, like I said, our, you know, our vision is to be able to um, utilize the underwater aspect of it, and that's how we want to specialize it. But, um, yeah, if you, you could, going back to the bunker thing, you could t- technically take one and bury it somewhere, and now you have a in-home or, like, a on-land bunker or whatever. So, um, but, yeah, like, there's plenty of, to me, there's plenty of pitchable um, ideas for it to where, like, I, I don't think it's a one-dimensional thing. One of the things I didn't put on there was space analogs. You know, people talk about space analogs, but not only scientific research. You could have that. What I'm saying is you could also take this exact same design and ship it into space and put it on the Mars or the moon too. I mean, once again, it's, it's one of those things where I think that's, I don't know. The way my, my brain works, but if you can make something that is versatile and, and applicable to multiple different environments, then you've got the, you know, you've got the golden ticket there per se. Uh, and that's the, you know, unlike some of the other designs out there, you can't take Proteus and send it to the moon or you can't take Proteus and, and stick it on land. It's just not designed. It's not, it's going to work that way. I'm not trying to hate on Fabian or anything. He's got his, his, his goal and what he's focused on. Um, it's not a modular design. That's it's not a modular, all it comes down to really. To an extent. I mean, he, he's got an area where you can add on other little pods, but it's, it's limited and um, it's, it's, so yeah, that's all I'm saying. Is is his his goal and ours is completely different, um, and that's fine. So, are you are you having problems over there, Adam? Hmm? No, sorry, I have a tiny little mini fridge here, and I was trying to open it really quietly, and then mm. it kind of clicked a little too loud. I'm sorry about that. So anyway, so that was our really quick. Um, I think I think the the having this the week after the other one kind of threw off people a little bit. I wasn't able to get out there and advertise this ep- this um, show as much as I, I have been in the past. So that might be why our viewership is down a little bit tonight, but that's okay. We'll get it on the VOD and on the podcast and it, I'll break this up for social media as well. Yeah. And if you're living in the Midwest, like I am, you're going to be snowed in for a while. Anyways, you can catch up on all of our live streams sure. and videos. And Or if you're down here, it's going to be 85 tomorrow and it's going to be, I don't even want to hear it, Brendan, just shut your mouth. I'm sweating right now. We need to end this thing because I'm, I'm dripping in sweat. Yeah, we're in the middle of like a huge blizzard right now, and you're like, oh man, it's humid. <laughs> anyway, for Marty and uh, Babe, thank you guys. I, I, who all knows who else has chimed in, but or watched, but uh, appreciate you guys hopping in here tonight. Um, with that being said, you know, hey Adam, if you wanna, unless you guys have anything you want to add in this, I say we go ahead and wrap it up and make it a, a short one tonight. Yeah. Um, I, I did tell my daughter I would say this on live stream. She really wanted to share this fact, but coral is an animal, she said, not a plant. So she wanted to make sure everybody knew that. It is alive. <laughs> this is a plant, I guess, but yes. Yeah. 
let her have this. All right, LannisCalling.com. Uh, that's where you can find all of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Discord. Uh, speaking of Discord, check out the Discord. Um, you'll get a link to that there. Like I said, we've got a lot of good conversations that go on there. Um, just a fun group of people to talk to um, and a variety of different issues. Um, also, referring back to the AtlantaSeaColony.com, we have a resource page that Brennan set up. Uh, so there's actually a lot of cool book references, podcasts, YouTube channels, whatever it is. Um, just a lot of cool, like, if you're into this sort of thing, um, you can go check that out. And if, like, you come up with, or, like, if you know of, like, a book, YouTube channel, podcast, whatever that we don't have, you know, get a hold of Brendan. He'll throw it up there on that page. Um, we have the merch store. We have shirts. We have mugs. We have everything over there. Office supplies um hoodies beanies whatever you could think of we got it over there a lot of cool designs um so yeah check it out um two ways that you can help monetarily if uh you are able uh paypal.com or sorry i always say dot com paypal.me slash atlanta sea colony for a one-time donation um so like i said five dollars or five million you can do that through uh paypal we greatly appreciate it or if you want to get on the monthly basis, we have a Patreon. Patreon, patrons such as Edward Haas, Brian Acosta, Matthew Cathy, uh, and Martin Reese, and S. Babe Hyde. So thank you guys for that. Um, different tiers that you can jump in there. So uh, different monthly amounts that you can pitch in. We do, well, I shouldn't say we. Brendan does a, a monthly Patreon exclusive live stream. So um, that and just uh, we have... Discord benefits as well. Um, so, yeah, if you're able and you're feeling generous, uh, good ways to help out. We appreciate that. Um, with that, so are we going to be back on next week then? No, uh, it should be. Let me pull it up here real quick. And while we're talking about that, I'm glad you stopped for a second because I had something else I want to throw in there. There's two things going on here. Well, I should lot coming up here. Um, so our next one is going to be um, through, uh, March 7th. So that's in two weeks. Okay. Um, but also next month um, is the uh, 100 days underwater at Jules. Is starting that up. So that's going to be 100 days of, of live streams and stuff on this. So I'm hoping we can piggyback some of that or at least do something to involve our community with that a little bit more. I'm still thinking of ideas on that. And it's kind of kind of play out and how what they do as well. Um, but we may end up doing a live stream if they're just showing stuff off or something like that with them. Not with them, but pick a tail mm -hmm. over top of them as well. I maybe get some feedback. I'm thinking, just as sitting here thinking, maybe get some feedback from our community too at, at either at the end of the thing or halfway through what their thoughts are, what they would have liked to see different stuff along those lines, and to get the people who in the know and get their feedback as well. And also in March as uh, my next uh, Seastead speech thing on their Discord. So yeah. I'll, I'll be throwing that. I think that's uh, in a couple of weeks here. Very cool. Um, so yeah, uh, once again, for those that aren't a part of Discord, get in there. We like because a lot of that stuff scheduled out in there too as well. Um, right. But otherwise, stay tuned on the social medias. And I'll say one more time, like we said at the top, if there's anything that you guys uh, you know want to help out with or um, you know whatever, if there's certain skills that you may have, get a hold of us. We'd love to 
we'd love to get your help, get your advice, whatever it may be. So um, having said that, we will see you guys in a couple weeks on March 7th. And until then, have a good couple weeks, guys. Thank you.